It's Garden of Eden, and I'm your host. I talk about what I like most. Garden of Eden! (laughs) At the beginning of this year, I remember getting coffee with my friends Sadie and Dylan. They both attend small private schools. It was during a conversation about our class sizes that I realized how different our school experiences are. We proceeded to compare various aspects of our schools, I was eager to hear what they both had to say about something in their lives that to them seemed so incredibly normal. I wanted to learn more about the differences between public and private school, so I interviewed my friend, Dylan Cundiff. Here's Dylan. Um, My name is Dylan Cundiff. I am 15 and I'm a sophomore at the Bush School. I do sports year round and that's about it. That's me. Of course, Comparing the two schools, those being Mercer Island High School, which I attend, and the Bush School, which Dylan attends, only gives a glimpse into the differences in public and private school environments. But it's a start, and regardless, I learned a lot. First, I wanted to talk about schedules. At MIHS, a regular week consists of the following. All seven periods on Monday, block on Tuesday, which is periods 1, 5, and 7, and Wednesday, also block which is late start, then periods two, four, and six. And then we have Thursday and Friday, which are just seven period days. When I first came to the high school, I thought the schedule system was confusing. And I felt that same way as I listened to Dylan describe her schedule. So basically, our school starts at 9.20 every morning. And the first period that we have is an hour and 30 minutes. And then after our hour and 30 minute class period, we have an hour long break. And that varies from day to day. Sometimes it's like a a school assembly. Sometimes it's like um, just our grade assembles. That's called class meeting. And then also sometimes we just have like a free one hour to do like homework or just hang out with friends, like go to Starbucks or whatever you want to do. And then, yeah, sometimes it's like advisory. Advisory is like where... Each student has an advisor, and so each teacher has, like, a group of students that they, like, are in charge of, basically. And so an advisory, like, will go to our teacher's classroom and just, like, hang out and talk and, like, talk about how school's going and, like, just debrief, basically, of the week and eat food. And my advisor brings us donuts every week, and we'll just, like, eat and hang out. So after that, like, one hour of whatever it is that day, then we have another hour and 30-minute class. And then we have an hour-long lunch after that. And then finally one other, an hour-and-a-half-long class. So that happens every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday. And then on Wednesday, we have all six of our classes. Whoa, so, it's so different than mine. Yeah. An hour-long for lunch. And all these, and the fact that you only have a six-period day on one day. Yeah, it's and the, all the six-period six classes are only 40 minutes because we start an hour late. So we start at 9.30 on Wednesdays and end at 3.10. And you normally start at what time again? 8.20. 8.20. And I so, and I, I forgot to mention that um, our school day ends at 3.10 every day. After hearing what an average week looks like for her, I wanted to go deeper into what the classes themselves are like. Something that astonished me about her school was the class size. I couldn't get over it. It's crazy to think that in my block class, there are as many kids as are in Dylan's entire grade. Um, in the Bush Upper School, there's like around 250 kids. Um, so what that looks like for each grade, it's like it kind of fluctuates. So my grade, which is the sophomore class, 
is around 65 kids in total and they're trying to expand so the freshmen I think have like around 80 or 90 and then I think all the other grades have like 70 so the freshmen and sophomores are kind of like the extreme I don't know why our class is so small but it it just is and then I'd say that an average class size is around like 75 for the upper school for specific class sizes yeah how many kids are we looking at in the classroom um it depends on the class some classes I think my smallest class is nine kids and my biggest class is probably like 15 and I think I think 15 is the biggest that it's gonna get when I facilitated the interview with Dylan I went to her school and we recorded in one of her classrooms it was smaller than any class at MIHS and consisted of about 15 desks, all configured in a circle, like a discussion. With such an inviting layout and such small class sizes, I realized that the classroom dynamic must be quite different than what I'm used to. Here's Dylan on what her relationships with her teachers are like. I definitely, definitely think that I'm closer to my teachers because of the size of the classes. Also, the simple things like the fact that we call them by their first name and just like little things like that. I don't know. I feel like my teachers, like I have a lot of respect for them, um, but I can also relate to them a lot. And like we, I'll talk to them outside of class. They're like really super friendly. And I don't know. I just love the dynamic between the students and the teachers here because it like it makes it a lot easier for me to like, be able to have the confidence to ask questions in class and like talk to them outside of class and it just makes things a lot more comfortable for me. Because of my large class sizes and the fact that all of my teachers have so so many students it can be hard to build the same relationships with faculty that Dylan is able to have at Bush. But both have their pros and cons. Sometimes flying under the radar on days at school when you just want to blend in is nice but on the contrary, having teachers that you know so well, they seem more like family members than staff, is nice too. more comfortable telling certain teachers about things that I would never even tell my best friends about. And I've done that. There, there's a, one specific teacher here that I, one time I was like having a really hard time and I was crying in the hallway down there <laughs> in the middle of class. And I was, it was a bad morning and one of my teachers came up to me and they're like, Dylan, are you okay? And and she was like a teacher that is like super dear to me. And she's like my school mom. I call her my school, my school mom. <laughs> but she, um, I just like was able to completely talk through all of my problems with her that I've never been able to even talk, talk to my friends about, which is like super nice. We also have two um, certified therapists that work here so we can um, at any time leave class and go up to the third floor and then just okay. talk to them if we need to. And then we get an excused absence from that class. Now for academics. I would consider MIHS pretty cutthroat when it comes to academics. It can be quite intense. The Bush School is the fourth best private high school in Washington State, so I wanted to know if it was the same academic environment there. I usually have around an hour to two hours of homework a night, which is like pretty manageable. Sometimes it gets to be quite a lot, especially if we have like essays and tests, which tend to accumulate around the same time. And that usually keeps me up until like 11, Every night since I have sports practice is that end at six. That That's fine. It's pretty normal. Then I, I'd say I have like a quiz around once a week in various classes, sometimes twice. And like tests once every two weeks. I mean, it's it's definitely difficult, but I think that it's, it's super manageable if you know how to time manage. Do you think it's a competitive environment? Or do students want to help each other out? Or are they more, I want to get the best grades. I want to be at the top of my class. 
I think it's definitely both. Like all, I have a lot of my friends are like geniuses. <laughs> so I, sometimes if I'm like really struggling with like chem homework, which tends to happen um, a little too often, I can just like ask my friends and for them to walk me through it. And they're like super gracious about it. But it's also like people are definitely, I think honestly, it's more like self-competition than it is like outright with other students. I think that kids just are really motivated to get the best grades possible. And I don't think it has to do with like, being the best one in the class like I feel I feel like there are like maybe two or three kids in every class who are going to be like that no matter where you go to school people are definitely judgmental if you have less than like a 3.5 but I think it's not super super competitive now to address the elephant in the room private school is expensive I think most kids here pay full tuition which is $35,000 a year I mean to be able to afford that it obviously is like extremely difficult and there's a certain bracket that you need to fit into financially. I think that it's not really a spoke, it's not really a talked about thing at our school. I mean, obviously kids are going to come to school and like whatever, designer clothes every day if they can afford it, which most kids can. I don't know. A lot of girls will always have acrylics and like their nails perfectly done and like stuff like that. It's just not really a talked about thing. It's just the way that things are. And I definitely have felt like a lot of social pressure. Like I have my nails done right now because I like felt disgusting having bare nails, God forbid. But like, I don't know, stuff like that. And just, I don't know, having the nicest phone, which I saved all my money for to be able to afford, which a lot of parents just buy for their kids. It's just not super bluntly talked about. Kids aren't gonna come up to you and be like, oh, you have an iPhone 6, you're poor. Mm -hmm. I feel so bad for you. It's just kind of like silent judgment if that makes any sense. And I think there's a lot of kids who definitely are on financial aid, but it's, that's not something that kids are like looked down upon. That's not something that's like what I think to be like a pretty good thing. Like kids don't come up to other kids and they're like, you're you're on financial aid. Like, Oh, I'm so sorry for you. Like people don't really bully kids. Like, I don't know. You you catch my drift. I, I know what you mean. The high cost of private school got me wondering. Is there a lack of diversity at this school because of the socioeconomic class of families that send their kids there? And does this impact the social dynamic or other things? I asked Dylan. I mean, as a white person, like, I can even, like, yeah, it is a white school as well. I think, like, Mercer Island and Bush kind of have that in common. Like, I think we have, like, a 30% diversity Uh (laughs) rate, which is, like, really extremely sad. Honestly, I think that it's so white that at this point, people of color are not wanting to come to Bush because it's so white. And I've spoken to a lot of my middle school friends about that, which is like a little bit sad. And we're, we're like integrating more and more, I think. But it's just, it's just the way that it is, which is like not ideal. Oh, so this is interesting. You went to... Um... Seattle Girls School for yeah. middle school, which had way more so di- yeah. much diversity. Mm-hmm. Are there any co- contrasts and connections yeah. you made between the two schools, being in a super diverse environment yeah. and then transitioning to be in a being in a predominantly white environment? Mm, yeah, I think um, honestly, Seattle Girls School was like so much less judgmental and like and so much more welcoming to like everyone possible everyone there was had just such a unique soul and was just it was just a lot more um I don't know 
like it was such a kind environment and I think here I'm I'm don't know how much of that has to do with the diversity aspect but I honestly like do think that it plays a large role in that because I think like the more we can like surround ourselves with people who don't necessarily look exactly like us the more we can like understand more people's point of view and like obviously like be less judgmental and do stuff like that and I think that judgment is a big problem at Bush. If I'm being honest Mercer Island High School isn't very diverse either so I guess I can draw a comparison there between Bush and Mercer Island. And then for sports, because because it's a private school, they have sports that I would not think that a school could have. So at Bush, we have a cross-country ski team, which I'm a part of. We used to have a bowling team, which I don't, no one participates in anymore, so it got dissolved because there were no people doing it. And then we also have, we used to have a baseball team, which not a lot of other private schools have, but that also got dissolved because not enough kids were participating. I think those are the main three like kind of strange sports that we would do that might be different. Here at Mercer Island High School, we are known for our clubs. There's a club for almost everything you can think of, and I'm a part of those. I was surprised to hear that that's not the same at Bush. We don't really have that many clubs. But... Something that I think is like in the movies is that Dylan gets to go on school trips. Mercer Island being a public school doesn't have these trip opportunities like Dylan has that seem so rewarding for her. We have these three-week intensives each semester called Cascades. So after we finish the semester and have finals, there's a three-week period of like trips and um, like Seattle community engagements. So like, let's see, this past one that we just had like a group went to Morocco and there's going to be a group going to China next year or next semester and like the one that I was in we went to the Metau Valley and we cross-country skied so I'm on the ski team I wanted to do like a little bit extra so we went to um the Metau Valley and cross-country skied and did some like sign making and like community service there and then there's like also things that like uh, like educational ones as well not that the other ones aren't educational, just like more education-based. So there's one about um, medical anthropology here and some students designed like a new gym and um, worked on medical physics here as well. It's just like three week periods of time where you focus on like one thing, they're ungraded, um, it's pass-fail, and it's just like a good debrief from the semester. And then we also have classes like backpacking, mountaineering, um, climbing, and within those classes you will plan like backpacking trips and climbing trips and you can take like three-day trips with your class stuff like that in my experience private school has a reputation for having great food uh that's how it's depicted in the movies and just what i'm told in general dylan says this is somewhat of a myth i don't know the lunch like the food that they prepare is like pretty mediocre <laughs> I don't know how to explain it any better. It's like, great churros, again. I love corn dogs. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. nothing, it's not like they prepare, like, fancy food. fancy Indian cuisine and, like, Thai curry. Like, I wanted to know what Dylan's favorite part about going to the Bush School was because after hearing her describe it, it seemed pretty great. And then that got me thinking, if a school environment is tailored just right for you, like it was for Dylan, 
did she enjoy going to school? I think my favorite part about going to the Bush School is the education, the opportunities that it gives me, like the school trips, like I said, the relationships with my teachers, class sizes, just like the education aspect is just amazing and I love the way that it's structured. I enjoy, yeah, I'd say that I enjoy going to school every day. I think that it's just really fun to um, get to know a new group of people in every class. And that's like the main reason why I think it's fun. I mean, I'm a student of the world, so I just do my best to like learn from my teachers and as well as like all my peers. So I think that's like an interesting thing to do. After listening to Dylan talk about her experience at the Bush School, which is a private school, and then comparing it with my experience at Mercer Island High School, which is a public school, I could draw some distinctions between the two, but I could also draw some comparisons. Yeah, she gets smaller class sizes, and the layout of her day looks a little different, and she's able to build relationships with her faculty that I might have a harder time building at Mercer Island. But there are also some similarities. Mercer Island is a pretty, I would say that it's actually not too big for a public school, being only about 350 kids per grade. So overall, I think I learned a lot from discussing with Dylan about her school experience. Though I only compared one public school and one private school, and that can't tell me everything there is to know about the differences between the two, I think education is a little bit of a scale. And school environments are so different for everybody. For some people, the Bush School might be the perfect learning environment for them. And for other students, Mercer Island High School might be the perfect learning environment for them. One, two, three. This This has has been been Dylan and and Eden on Garden Garden of Eden Eden on 88.9 The Bridge.